kicking down all the doors. Guarantee you, boy, if I ask for it, it's gotta be real big. I gotta make it just for my kids and for their kids. Just kids, that's wealth, years and years. Promise my brother, soon as he out to finish this bid, we finna do it bigger than anybody ever did. The odds is real big, jobs that's real big. Satan trying a little, my God is real big. Stayed up on the ground on the cars is real big. I gotta do it big, the only way that I can live. And I promise I'm trying to Before you count me out, homie, let me remind you They was blocking the shine, now I think it's my time to Capping them dollar signs like lights, they'll blind you Let me rewind to Back when I was broke and I couldn't acquire two cents And now I got two rents They was sleeping on me, homie, must have got too big Call my phone, I be like, who this? Damn right, hell yeah, I'm brand new Smell like can too I'm fresh forever like can food Try and tell me what I can't do I wanna see the world, my vision on mood. I mean I got goals that's real big Foes that's real big Your offer too little, sorry, my soul is real Hello everybody, welcome to a Friday episode of TK's Chronicles of a Black Sheep I'm TK, your host as always uh, I don't even know if I want y'all to cut up tonight, Lord Jesus. Go ahead, Pinks, with your new do. I'm, I'm the go, 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 on, go on, do what you do, Pinks. Oh, that's what we getting tonight. We just getting Nick. Oh, look, all, I was on mute. Let me do it one more time. Yeah. There we go. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, um, sir, sir. What it do? What it be like? What's going on? Y'all real modest tonight. Y'all all right? Yeah. Man, nature is messing with me tonight, today. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's what I get for trying to explore some parts of Korea that ain't been explored yet. And now my my bowels are like, hey, hey, hey. Oh, damn. Hey. Okay. M-I. I'm just letting you know. So... Hey, so when it's he going to go dark, yeah, still on. you already know what time it is. Ooh. You already know what time it is. Ooh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well. Uh. <laughs> I got pale now. Yeah. You <laughs> No, he didn't. Okay. I... Okay. You, you pale. You right. So we go. Oh, Jesus, here we go. So tonight, of course, we all know that April is Autism Awareness Month as well as Acceptance Month. And I myself could not let us go out of the month without having this episode. It's just impossible. So we get to see a different angle this year. And I'm excited because we get to see it from the father's point of view which is super duper amazing and i know many people oh that's rare but we got y'all tonight for real so tonight we have my friend that used to be singing do you still be singing you you was you was you was humming some notes i didn't heard you there's some video look i seen pictures i got matter of fact i got one on my phone you was standing in the pulpit with you yeah, I'm, I'm just saying. But we you, have you should share that pic. I could use it for a throwback Thursday or something. I'm gonna send it to you because uh daddy told me, Yeah, take a picture of this, and I was like, Yeah, you know, some of them pictures need to be like in the bottom of a cabinet, like pushed all the way 
No, nah, man, I ain't ashamed of my past at all. It all is <laughs> what it is. As we should not. We have come a mighty long way. So most definitely. So tonight, my friend, this awesome father that is out here in the trenches, like I'm in the trenches, and I love it. Just full of ultimate and blessings. He is the creator and host of the Help Myself podcast. And I'm going to let him toot his horn on the rest of his accolades. 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 Um, My biggest accolade, man, is I am the father of John M. Singletary Jr., a.k.a. LJ. That's my uh, autism hero. And uh, our journeys, that's really... That's him in the background getting wild. <laughs> and and that that's the biggest for me. You know, I've done a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but being his father is by uh leaps and bounds the most impactful thing that I've done in my entire life. So most definitely, most definitely. So you weren't gonna talk about the book. Um, oh man, it's been so long. Matter of fact, um Next month will be five years. So, yeah, got a book, podcast, retiring from the Air Force here soon. So, I'm excited about that. I I see that. Yeah. So, 23 years, it's time to hang it up. (laughs) I feel you. I feel you. Ain't Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with it. And definitely salute you and appreciate you for your service because some of them stories I be hearing, I be like, Lord bless y'all, Jesus. Depend on who telling the story. Sometimes, you know. That that's true too. That's true mm-hmm. too. Yeah. But you also, which I definitely, definitely love, you have the Monday morning mind hacks where you drop some of the biggest and best gems. <laughs> like look at you being nice to me. I don't know how to deal <laughs> with all of this. I'm not used to you being nice to me. <laughs> really? You know what? <laughs> you damn it. Really you really at? I gotta, I gotta think long and hard about <laughs> the long time you were to me. I was about to go there. I was really about to go there, but I'm, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to behave tonight. <laughs> I'm gonna, tr- I'm gonna try to behave tonight. But yes, so he drops awesome gems on his on Monday mornings and it you know it'd be relatable so yes Monday Monday's Monday mind hack was very much of relatable I was like oh, y'all in my business early Monday morning this is what we doing so oh I, I definitely love it I definitely love it so getting into it I don't know where I want to start with you I don't, but let's start with, um, with LJ. I call him LJ, the DJ, cause he be playing his music and he be on point. Look, when I say this is an old soul, he has a old soul and he be jamming. Like he be playing the music. Yeah, we had a ladies night. We was talking about relationships and this joker was playing Luther. I said, no. <laughs> he okay. was on it. The women was like, hey, we was all in the background like, 
he he was on it. Like he be now say he be on it with the music. I, I be loving. I was like, all right, he he finna teach you something for real. He he finna teach playlist. Go on, let LJ he make a playlist. Noted. Yes, he be on it. So with us talking, of course, about autism, when did LJ get diagnosed? He got diagnosed when he was three. So, mm-hmm. so we got, um, I would say it was pretty early. You know, there's a, uh, there's a lot behind it. I mean, there's a lot of camps that are divided on it, but, um, so he was developing normal, was talking, um, counting up to 10, all of that stuff. And, um, I remember taking him in for his MMR vaccination. And I, mm. I distinctly remember her telling me he was behind on one. And I said, can you give him two? And she gave him two. And he got really sick. Mm. And we had to take him to the emergency room that night. He had a hundred high fever. And, uh, you know, we got through that. But then his daycare provider started saying, I'm starting to see some regression. You know, and, uh, you know, we went to check his hearing. You know, all the stuff that they put you through. Check yeah. his hearing, or check this, check that, and then finally they was like, "Nah, I think it might be autism." So, you know, yeah. people say, "No, it's not the uh, vaccines that do it," but I'm like, "You can't tell me what I experienced firsthand." So, and it's too many of us to tell these stories. I was just about to say that, and I love, I love, I, oh man, see, I love that you said that because I feel the same way with Asante. Santi, yeah, you know, he was the typical, you know, ear infection, stuff like that. But he kept getting ear infections for some reason. So we're like, what the hell? Like, he's not laying down, drinking a bottle, nothing like that. So he, we stayed back and forth. But that one set of shots he got, when he got that shot, it's like everything went. And he was sick. Like we got that shot and what was we thought was hands, foot and mouth, because that's what it looked like. Just little bitty bumps starting. And I'm like, I know this ain't what you got from daycare. Like I'm looking like, no. But by the morning hit, he was fully covered. He didn't have an empty spot on his body. And we're like, what in the hell is going on? I ain't never. I worked in daycare for a long time. Never seen that before. So that issued three days of test. They, oh, man, he got Kawasaki disease. Say what? So it's looking like something with his heart. Then, I mean, three days of them sticking my baby, sticking, sticking. And I'm like, what in the hell? And when I started doing my own research, the connection did lead back to a shot. Oh. And I'm like, ain't this about... Yeah, because he didn't get diagnosed till six. And this was like a a push off because his doctor kept saying, well, you know, he's been sick. You know, he's been this, you know, that, that delay is expected with everything that he didn't, all his setbacks. And I'm like, no, cause I'm seeing something else. So I, I'm, I'm actually glad that you said that. I, I, I really am. Really am. Hey, Derek. Hey, Esmer- Esmeralda tongue tied and the intellectual soapbox. Thank y'all for tuning in tonight. Hey, dope discussions. So, um, 
with this, explain some of the changes that LJ has gone through in the well, in the short the the what? life the life life changing some of those things. Wait, what? The what? <laughs> the, the the life, what? Well, you know, it's life. He had life changes, but he's had loss. Um. Early. And this is what has you not saying that you were not a father before, but this has put you into full time dad mode. Right, right. Okay, so yeah, yeah. I mean, LJ's had a he's had a journey for a sixteen year old. Um so in two thousand seventeen, late two thousand seventeen, early two thousand eighteen, his mom uh was diagnosed with cancer. We just found out in yes. january yes. of 2018 yes. and it was an aggressive lung cancer and she had never smoked or anything yes. like that yes. and uh it was stage yes. four when they discovered it so we like yes. you know we'll go to the atlanta yes. treatment center and all that but she passed yes. away we found out early january and she was gone march 1st so uh wow. you know I, I came in we weren't together yes. we were divorced so i come in as the ex and had to figure all this stuff out but you know lj lj was a trooper but that definitely that set the stage for so i had always said i think when he get older it'd be good for him to start staying with me permanently mm -hmm. and uh i would have loved to have had it another way than this but you know that was the introduction to our time to to go to the next level and his mom and she was was is amazing you know and she did her thing and she's with us and i i've said so many times i know you guiding us because i didn't know man let me take some <laughs> i was like how am i gonna get him enrolled in school how do i find provider i was lost i was like like it was times where i almost picked up my phone and called her like how do you do this man she did her thing so but uh we got in there, man. He helped me out. He was patient with me because daddy didn't do it like mama. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. But I appreciate him being patient with me because it took a while. But, yeah. but you know, we already had a connection. He was spending summers with me. Uh, so it wasn't that big of a, of a change. But I mean, just that's a huge thing. And I think, um, you know, we attempt to talk about it, you know, peacefully, the journey. But that's, that's a huge thing in life, um, a loss like that at any yeah. age at any stage um and you know there's still pieces of us that are broken that will probably always there's a hole that will always be in both yeah. of our hearts but we're grateful and i mean the opportunity so we we, we do our best to to look at the positive from it and, and be thankful and grateful yeah definitely definitely um i remember um you were speaking on um his adjustment where he was going through the house looking for her <sighs> that's the roughest one that's the, the hardest memory for me Ooh, like yeah. that had me all in my feelings because one of the things i always speak about is when you're a parent of a child with a disability you feel like you can't die 
And, and we, we talked about this. We, we did, which was crazy. Because yeah. we had just had this 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 parent-to-parent, homie-to-homie conversation. And I was like, oh, like, people don't get it. It's, it's different when you have a child with a disability because you, you can't just leave them to anybody. Like, nah, not at all. You know, I there's a picture of a mother. I think she's in her 90s and her son is in the 60s. And, you know, she's taking care of him. And I just thought about that. I'm like, I want that. You know, I want to live long enough to see yes. they get in his 50s and 60s because, yes, you know, I know there are people that will step up, but can't nobody love him the way that I do. Nobody is going to take man the way that I do. And that's the fear there is that who is going to really like you know i plan out life and the experiences that i want them to have and the kind of life that we want to live and no matter how much somebody else loves him my theory is is that it'll just be the technical part i got to make sure he's clean and he's fed and this that and the other and it's not how is he experiencing life and you know how is he feeling about things and obviously i know i'm wrong because we've got some family that loves him there's some people i really trust but can't nobody do it like me. That part, like that part right there. It, yeah, it, yeah, it ain't. And when you know what your routine and everything is like and what you do, um, even I'm going to throw that little mix of how the our elders operated. And then when they see us now and they're like, why are you doing that? Why do he have a therapist? Why do he need speech? Why do he like, for them, I'm doing too much. Trying to make sure that he has everything that he needs, everything for him to be a successful, successful functioning adult. For them, I'm doing too much. I will say I do have a benefit. I'm not home. <laughs> so, you know what? Y'all can think what y'all want to think. I'm out here on my own, so he's going to get everything and some more. So I, I, I do have that benefit. I don't. Um, and, you know, shout out to my mom. She's super supportive and everything. But there's nobody really locally or anybody that I have to deal with like that questions the decisions that I make. Yeah. You know, and um, it's a space that you have to find because, and I was going to talk about it later, but I guess it's a good time to get into it. I watched a movie years ago, and this was before LJ's mother passed. And it was about some special needs kids in China. And what would happen is the people, because of the culture, they would like just discard special needs children. And so this hospital started this thing where you could drop them off at the hospital and they would take them to this orphanage where they would take care of them. And, you know, there was a lot of people that got involved and they were talking to some of the people. And one of the parents said, what I focus on is my child's happiness. I focus on our connection and I just tune everybody else out because if my child is safe, happy and well, you know, established, then what everybody else thinks doesn't matter. And I realized that a lot of what was going on is, well, what are people going to think when I go in the store and LJ's at, because he, oh my God, he used to be so hyper, man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my man went into the, he went into the grocery store and I swear he tried to knock everything off. The <laughs> I was like, 
yo, what is going on, man? But, uh, you know, but once I got to the point where, you know, I'm not worried about what other folks think, you know, yeah. take it or leave it. You know, we, me and him, we're yeah. having a good time. We live in life. And one of my friends, he he pointed it out. He said, we were with you all weekend. And, you know, you would just go into places and it was just you and LJ kicking it. And you never treated him like different. And I was like, nah, because we here, you know, like, yes, it's about me and him. And then also, and I'm just talking, I, I apologize. I, I get paid. You're, you're good. Yeah. But also what happened was. Working with people that work with special needs children and special needs folks, I met some amazing people that really restored my faith in humanity. There are just so many amazing people. You and, and a lot of people, it's not even that they're bad people. They just don't understand and yeah. offer grace to that. But there are some people that are amazing. There's people in my building that seek him out. He got a little fan club out here, you know, and so experiences <laughs> like that really are encouraging and you know, they really, you know, they give you that that will to yeah. go on. And, yeah. and then, you know, my best friend, yo, he he is not a game. Like I was all scary at first. And he at, at the time I was stationed in Southern Illinois. I was at my man right here, you know about Scott Air Force Base, but yeah, I was out uh at Scott right outside of St. Louis. And um he came out and we went down to St. Louis and I was all scared. He was like, man. Could be a scary. Let's get on the uh let's go up onto the top of the arch. Let's see. Let he was just like just do stuff with him, man. And I'm the one scared. LJ was having a ball. Like, <laughs> so, so, you know. That's awesome. All right, so let me ask you this question real quick. Um, while I'm thinking about it, because you just hit on something. Do you think it's a difference because you being in the military versus somebody who's not? Because I know in the military we have access to like different different programs um that normal I shouldn't say normal people but civilians don't. Now you're right. Um I will say this. I when I was out at Scott, which was a smaller community outside of St. Louis, everything was more centralized. So now I'm out here in DC and everything is everywhere and it's what are the Virginia laws and what are the Maryland laws and what are the DC laws? And, and it's been a little bit more difficult out here, but you, you're spot on for two reasons. You know, obviously uh, I'd be in therapy and, you know, special classes with other folks and listening to their struggles. I'm like, I ain't got to worry about none of that. Like it's just, it is what it is. But from another perspective, we do have a community that's bonded closer. And so, like that's kind of built into the fabric of what we do. When you're at a base that does it right, now I'm not gonna say everybody does it right, but I've been privileged, you know, to uh, what we call is the Exceptional Family Member Program (EFMP), and so they they connect you with resources and things like that. So, so you know, I, I think the military is a big deal. And then the other part, the military got me up from home, so that helps too. Not being at home. <laughs> That 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 part, but you know me, I'ma do what I do. I've always moved to the beat of my own drum. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do what Facts. I do. Facts. And <laughs> Facts. You know, everybody going this way, and I'm going this way. So um, yeah, I, I brush it off, but at in the end, it's like they like, 
you know, you know, my dad tells me, he's always told me even before I've had sons, even when they, you know, that I was a good parent and he was proud of me. So, you know, and I, I hear that, you know, probably twice over more because he knows he was like, yeah, nobody's going to do what you do for him. So, you know, I, I appreciate that. Um, one of the questions I was going to ask you too, because I know when I first started off, like with you being in the military, is there like a, a issue like with LJ when he's meeting new people or coming across new doctors or anything along that? Nah, not my child. He's 100% pure extrovert. Like, <laughs> nah, he, uh, my problem is, is like, yo, you can't just be walking up to people. Like, he's <laughs> friend. like he, no, he's, he's a, during the pandemic, that was my worry. I was good. I was like, I ain't got to go deal with people. I'm like, but my baby over here is suffering. He, he need to go get some, yeah. So now nah, we don't, we don't have that issue because his mom was an extrovert and he got it directly from her. He is for the people. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, Cause I know we had that issue where Santi didn't like the new people. He's looking like he, he wouldn't, he wouldn't mess with you. Um, but it was like, if he seen a baby, he just had to go. He wants to play peekaboo and everything with the baby. And I'm like, boy, hey, hey, over yeah. here, we don't know them people. And <laughs> I don't know what that reaction going to be. And I'm not trying to go to jail for putting hands on somebody because they don't understand that, you know, right? this, this little black boy. It, it, it happens quite often. You'd be like, all right, now you don't want to get no fisticuffs now because I will tell all of this up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that, yeah, that, that was a fear. And I'm like, Lord, my but that's a personality know. flaw of mine. I start there and then work down. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta get that warm up like the like the like the old Buick and be like, oh, okay, we 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 good, we in the place. Cause yeah, LJ is a whole vibe. I see the videos that y'all take, the pictures and stuff, and he just be like the leader of the pack. He be gone looking at you like when you gonna catch up. Like <laughs> he do, oh, he man. definitely be like, when you gonna catch up? Cause I'm right here. So like, come on. Like the one I think watching the footage with you. And the, the guys from the real shop talk when y'all were on y'all meet up, and he was just like, "Let's go, I got this!" Like he was like tour guide mode, like he was ready. And I'm like, I I, I love his spirit because I, I love both of their spirits. Like I even look at Santi, and oh, I almost got like teary eyed with him and my dad today. And he's kicking it, and he's like, so "What the grades look like?" And he, Papa, I got four A's and I got three B's and he done ran. I'm like, oh, you remember? Okay. And they go through their routine. So how much is an A? How much is a B? Well, how much is that all together? Right. Oh, you know. Yeah. Don't look out for the babies. Come on. Hey, it's always, always. Mm -hmm. So he's shooting it off. So he's like, man, you and Rue is killing my pockets because oh, you're killing it. So he's, they go through the routine and Dad was looking. He said, "Oh, Papa ain't got no change." And he said, "That's okay, Papa. 
I don't need it. You you keep your money. You you oh. you you need it. And and my dad and I see him just melting. And he was like, man, you you were just the sweetest. Like you your his spirit is just so what you know everything. He's like, you ain't got a wallet. And he was like, no, Papa, but I don't need one of them till I'm like 13. And he said, no, you can get one now, Papa. No, Papa, you can save your money. You good. I, I'm I'm good for right now. I'll just put it in my pocket. So I was just looking at that. Just me watching that bond with them is just like everything for me. And I'm like, oh. But they 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 are sweet. They are the, the sweet, just sweet. You can just see their personality. Just They just sweet. And like you said, LJ got a fan club. He got a fan club. I'm like. He got me at mom. I got this, and I'm like, who gave you that? Oh, Miss Such and Such. He got a teacher bring him donuts. He got this one over here, and then that day, all he get out the car in the morning, and he got to get his hug, and he got his dap with the fellas, and this, and I'm like, yep, that's I it. Right there. Yeah. We need to be hanging with him. I know, right? Sergeant. I'm his security. I'm security. Back up. Yeah, be on it. We be out somewhere, and the ladies, oh, can I hug him? And I'm just like, eh, you just, eh, eh, no. <laughs> He's just such a sweet young that, man. That's so you. That's so you, no matter what. Oh. <laughs> that's you. That's yeah. you. Mm, mm. You you know them 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 some of them church hugs do you to be like. That pat, I'm gonna pat you on the. We're gonna do the pat on the back. We don't need. We don't need a hug. Yeah, let's rub your. <laughs> yeah, no. Mm-mm. He, he. Hey, I hug. I'm a hugger, but I hug my babies and I hug my daddy, <laughs> but and my nieces, but. All, all, everybody don't need hugs. Everybody. <laughs> Any more butts? Any more butts? <laughs> right. No, I'm kissing hug on my nieces and my nephews and my kids and stuff, but out the, the outside of the circle, you know, that general circle, you know, we everybody don't need hugs. And stuff. Mm-mm. We we good on that, but I'll be like, yeah, hey, everybody need love. They do, but that don't mean I have to give it to them. Mm. I, I'm I'm just saying, I, I stay in mm. my lane. Cause you know you go to hug somebody and you be looking like like somebody down there. You go and she be looking like you okay? What's wrong? Huh? Yeah. Somebody so you like what? What? Somebody. What? Everybody don't do hugs either. So you know, like you go to hug, try to hug your bestie, and they be around him looking like. That's like, for a different reason, though. That ain't got nothing to do. With, I just don't want people to. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's yeah. all that is. She she don't she yeah. Yeah, for real. She be acting like you playing drill back in the day. You used to play tag and it, and she doing this. Baby, it'd be like a relay. Just uh, slap my fingers, slap my fingers, and I'm gone. That, See, yeah. So you you know, you, you you gotta know your audience, you gotta know who you're dealing with. Everybody can't do the hood. So <laughs> and I'll be teaching him. COVID helped him out a little bit though. Cause he wasn't for the COVID thing. He was like, Mm-mm. he. I had to change barbers because he, <laughs> his barber got COVID one too many times. So, like, yeah, we had to. 
Well, one that. too many times. I thought one time was too many times. Well, it was for you. Well, I mean, some people get it yeah. twice, but when it starts being like, yeah, nah, I, I feel yeah. you on that one too many times. You get it yeah. once, like you can't help it. Like they saying everybody got it at once at this point, but when you like keep getting it. Yeah, he was like, you um, nasty mother. No. <laughs> right? That's what I was over here thinking. Like, how you you ain't learned? Okay. It was a yeah, he was like, uh, I was like, hey, you can't go because he he's like, uh, so yeah, we gonna have to find somebody else. Like, can you cut it at home? We just just cut it until we find I'm like, hey, I ain't cut hair in a long time, dude. Woo, wait, hold on, like. I'm like, no, we, we got to find you nothing because we got to get edge ups and we got to be clean. Like, we, yeah, we got to be clean. And that's one thing I can say. LJ always clean. He he sharp, then attack. And I promise to God, I love you for that because one of the things that bother me as a parent is for people to dress their child like they have a disability. Mm-hmm. I freaking hate that. I hate that. I hate that. I mean, if your kid is looking like you and you busted, then I understand. But Because <laughs> you don't no. know no better. You ain't doing it intentionally. <laughs> yeah, but like, I mean. Like the pictures I was showing you earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Those, yes. It's like, um, can, can we can we not do the baby like that? Like, like, can can we not make them a target? Because the baby is flooding. Like, he way down here in the shirt, way up here. I just, you just know that that's what that is. That's that old back in the day, I'm going to dress them like that. But I don't like, I don't, I, I refuse mm-hmm. to dress my baby like that. He's still a human being. He is a boy. We gonna be fresh to death over here. We don't do good. Oh, LJ be knowing when he's fresh. He be profiling. I'm like, I see you. He be posing there that he, he be having that extra. Uh, he be like, mm-hmm. yeah. LJ like, take a picture. He be like. <laughs> Yes, very much. I'll be like, oh, he he like I said, I love I love his I love their their just their spirit. Cause even we talked about even how they handle and adjust to stuff that we learn so many lessons from them about just how they operate in the world, how they just they be like, eh, all right, well, you know, keep it moving. And the lessons that we gain from them, even the strength that we gain from them it's like they hit the reverse button because it's like we supposed to be giving that to y'all but they give so much to us in that same aspect of just learning how to operate in life because you were like you know what you be stressing and they be looking like okay tomorrow's a new day we're gonna hit the reset button bam i'm just like you you show right you you show right yeah it, it it's just a totally different totally different ball game it's like having that cheerleader in the cut and you just that day because it's like that it's like they know 
they sense little stuff you can be having today and he he could crack a joke and i'm like all over the car like and i'd be sitting there i look and i just think about it and i'm just in tears because i'm like dude for real (laughs) yeah so it's i i man i'm telling you it's 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 just something just unbelievable just just seeing him move on because them Ooh, them first years was rough. Oh, them 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 really, first years. You know, the the early part is um, us getting out of our own way. You know, um, LJ was little. I found out I was gonna have a son. Chest all poked out. You know, um, got all these plans. You know, I'm playing my video games, and he's the quarterback on my football games, and he's the point guard. On my basketball games, you know, I got all these plans, and uh, life showed us a different path. And when we first got the diagnosis, I, I'll never forget. I was I was out of it for a day or two. You know, I was just feeling sorry for myself, and I remember sitting on the couch just in that bad place. And when I tell you, LJ was running around the house, terrorizing the dog, laughing, and just zipping around crazy. And it was just like I just had a moment where I was like, he is happy, he is yeah. safe, he is healthy. That's the assignment right there. Let go of what you thought it was gonna be and accept this assignment. And by accepting my assignment, life has brought me far more than I ever met. Like I never imagined being in the place. This little boy from San Antonio being where I am now, you know. Um it's just so much. You know, I never thought I'd be a published author, that I'd, you know, be on a podcast, that I'd be the senior enlisted leader um, of my command in the Air Force. You know, I, I never imagined any of this. You know, this wasn't even like when I when I thought of what was possible for me, best case scenario, I didn't even see this that I'm living. And it's because I accepted the assignment. And so when you talk about we do all that for them. Man, my debt of gratitude to LJ. Like, there's no way. Like, I owe. Like, like I owe. There's a deficit because he's given me. He has made me a man. You know what I mean? He has made me a man. He's given me vision and all. So I owe him. There's nothing that he owes me. I owe him everything. And it's because you accept that assignment. You uh, gratitude. Are there moments when I think it could have been this? But no. Look at what it is. Like. It's amazing, and and I accept that. And there's even more in store. So, like, oh, I'm so blessed right now. Like, and there's more in store. Like, crazy. It's crazy. yeah, yeah. Because that that after retirement, I'm I'm ready to see what this this after retirement look like. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, just waking up to a check. Like, I'm just like. I'm going to chill for a little bit. <laughs> As you should, sir. As you yeah. should. But I appreciate I that. I'm going to try to make it a... No, I'm not going to try. I'm going to make it a journey worth following, for sure. That's what's up. I, I was going to say some some late mornings, but as we we already know... <laughs> that don't happen around these parts. <laughs> <laughs> late morning. Oh, yeah, he let me sleep to 6.15. Well, I'm, I'm thankful. <laughs> <laughs> look at sh- nigga look I'm like, like wait wait 
Love yeah, him, man. Yeah, some days. Like in the winter, he he sleeps later in the winter. But man, summer coming. Oh, he on a thousand right now, man. Like, won't man? We going everywhere, and he just hollering and singing and jumping and carrying on. So, yeah, I'm gonna need this retirement so that I can catch naps while he is school. <laughs> <laughs> that part, cause baby, like, oh man, like. I'll be thinking about like if I ever miss sleep before, like did this this 11, 12 year journey. I we never realized that we could operate on such a small amount of sleep. Man, <laughs> man, I, I laugh because they all holler, when do you sleep? Go to sleep. Like, because even when they go to bed early, then we need a couple of hours to ourselves. Because we're like, man, I don't have no time for me. Let me take this time. And then we up and then back up. And so I say that my household is run by grit, prayer, and coffee. <laughs> man, like it, it's crazy because, yeah, he, he, he cut up on the sleep. Like, who them little every three hours and then you know as he got older he got he didn't start really hitting the point to sleeping through the night till he was almost eight so oh, we wow. were still on them lj do so hours. good now but yo he had him mornings so <laughs> he will pull up on me at like 4 45 with his ipad like i'm ready to go and I'm like, okay, I'm I'm gonna set you up. You go back in there. No, he likes my bathroom. He go in there, turn the light on. I'm like, how am I supposed to sleep? You got the light on in my room, but I wouldn't trade it for nothing. Because <laughs> I laughed when you was talking about that too. He gets up playing music, and I was like, yeah, you get them Saturday morning wake ups seven days a week. You know, that wake up when, when your mama get up and she playing that music because it's time for you to get up. Hey, you hear Luther and, <laughs> yeah. and all that. You be oh, I know what this is. It's a setup. Yeah. Yeah. That, the, the wake ups, boy, I'll be like, man. When you hear Anita Baker playing at 730 in the morning, you know what time it is. <laughs> you, know, you already know. That is the alarm clock to get up. Definitely that alarm mm -hmm. clock to get up. I'm like, man, dude. And uh, I see Hope is in the comments and she's one to one. She'll text me because she'd be up just like I'll be. And she would like, go to sleep. But I I can't. Like, I got to be like super. Like, the end of my day is going to be on um, where I'm probably get sleep is probably Sunday after everything from during the week. It's on Sunday, and I don't know. We in tune on Sunday because he sleep like a mug on Sunday. He out of there, so we ride them wheels to like four forty-five, five o'clock. Sunday we sleep. Don't call us. We ain't gonna answer. Cause yeah, okay, yeah. We Sunday has he's nicely eased on into that self care day, and I start people game because you already be sensing it, and you know when they they didn't either came in there with you or they move. And you know that turn, and you it's like your spidey senses. He's finna wake up. He's finna. So you doing the the one eye because you ready? Right, ain't that the worst part? You like you see the light coming through, you be like, wait a minute, and you can't get that deep sleep because you know something's coming. <laughs> you know it's coming. I'll be like, okay, okay. And then you don't hear, and I'll be like, I don't hear nothing. 
I'm going to close my eye back on try and get this right here. I'm going to get it as long as I can. But something about Sundays now, oh, yeah, he he be sleep. I and I just let him. We sleep together. Four, four, five, five o'clock, six o'clock. All right, we got time to shower, eat, and go back to bed. And he'll go back to sleep. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds like heaven. If I could get one day like that. <laughs> my Sundays. My my Sundays are that day. So That's a blessing. That's a blessing. Yes, it is. Because it'd be hard out here. <laughs> Oh, but here's the crazy part. Like, I'd be like, oh, he keep me up this, that, and the other. Man, I I, I took him down to see uh, his grandmother, and I left him. <laughs> I left him with them for a week, right? That first night I get back, and I'm up in here by myself. You know, when I tell you, I look like a jilted lover in an R&B love song walking around talking about, where's MJ at? I think I hear him. I was so sad and pathetic. <laughs> Like, I would have took advantage of it. I'm staying at work because I don't want to go home because he ain't there. I'm like, well, I'm a trip. I'm a whole trip. <laughs> and see, that's the crazy part that people do not understand. It's like when you've gotten into that routine, that routine is hard to break. So you don't care if he spent a night at somebody's house or he's like you said, with grandma and him, and you sitting up there, you trying to sleep, and you like, I wonder what he doing. Missing your baby. He's missing him. Missing, oh. can't sleep, can't nothing, and you like, where my baby? Oh, man, I was looking pole that first day. I was, <laughs> I was looking so pole. <laughs> That's man. As soon as we get in the car and we coming back home, we arguing and carrying on. I'm like, man. <laughs> All of that, you were like, man, say this how we gonna start back. But I'm telling you, it's like you you know it, so it's like so routine. You just gonna flow through it because the morning's been a little rough. <laughs> Getting up, the morning's be rough. But you know what's crazy? I can say taco, and it changed the whole morning. When I yep. say ta- taco yep. this morning, baby, he get up, whoop, he done did everything we done, we ready, and I'm like, cause I said tacos this morning. Now you you you. I mean, he lightning fast. Don't say taco. He he moving like a turtle. I'm like, hey. Taco makes my morning, too. Oh, yeah. Man, I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> look, look, say taco. I'm going to get my ass. <laughs> hey, whisper sweet nothings in my ear like. <laughs> yeah, carne gasada with cheese. Yeah. Because that's the thing. Hey. You need to tell these people because they don't know about the carne gasada. They be trying to give me some old dry carne asada. I'm like, nah, it got gravy. You wrong. You wrong. It got gravy. Now, asada is good. Best Mexican food in the world. Let me tell you something. I've been to Mexico, California, (laughs) all these other places. San Antonio is the spot. It ain't even, hands down. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. I know yeah. even when I lived in Dallas, I was sick. <laughs> I was sick. Now, Dallas and Houston be tripping. They ain't even on the same level. Like, are y'all no. really Texas? No. For I remember really? I, I asked for a breakfast taco, and they came and got, had bought me a taquito, and it was wrapped up in corn. I said, this ain't no damn breakfast taco. What is this? Sick. Man, I was sick. We was in California. They were like, you got to try the street tacos. I was like, oh, these are cute. (laughs) (laughs) Like, can I get, now can I get a real taco? Like, what's the opposite of the street? Is it the hood taco 
What is it? Because I'm I'm gonna need that. That's what I need. I'm gonna need a real taco. Yeah, that that that's real though. You're right. Cause them first school, yes, yeah, some carne asada with a big red baby. Girl. Hey. Look here. Yeah, them I'm gonna have to go get one of them in the morning Look. for real. I go get my hat done now. Like that early in the morning, like you don't have your kidneys. Look, I, I don't drink it that often. So, oh man, and I love it when you ain't had one in a while. Them suckers bite. Ooh, and they burn and it real good. Mm. And it's cold. That must be a Texas thing. Cause it'll change your life, bro. Oh, man. A- oh, I had one. It tastes like rusted tap water. Oh, oh no, you did. Yes, it do. I see why they call you the devil's advocate. You up here choosing violence. I see. Hey, <laughs> I, I just call it like I see it. That's what it tastes like. Oh, yeah. uh, you you know you supposed to, you know you're supposed to brush your teeth before you drink it, right? Oh Ooh. shit! I had to brush it after because I was like, damn, <laughs> is this is this rust? What what what's in my mouth right now? Why is it, everything crunchy? That was that morning breath. I was gonna say something, but I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that, that hot heat on the can. <laughs> wow, yeah. Hey, just admit it. Like it's Mountain Dew number one. Oh, yeah. you tripping. oh yeah, you no. Tripping. You y'all y'all used to drinking lean and and everything. Gasoline and all that stuff. No, so yeah, that ain't even my area. You Mountain Dew, though. You could have came up with anything else. Mountain, Mountain Dew. Dew, like Mountain Dew is nasty. It is. That's Mountain. That's my point. <laughs> yeah, that's Mountain Dew. That's that's my that's my point. Like yeah, but that, but you can't put Mountain Dew and Big Red in the same. It they don't belong. Yeah, yeah. Same but Big Red is a Texas thing. So, but it's a good. But there are people I know when I have I have relatives they that will come from California. Yeah, yeah, they come down here to take them some big red back. Mm-mm. They want to ship big red and red tortillas, red mm. corn shells to make them in some enchiladas. I'm I, I'm mm. starting to get hungry, y'all. We need to move along because my stomach like. Oh. You know what? I'm not, I'm not dealing. I'm not having the DA rumbles, but I'm getting the rumbles. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you getting them other rumbles? You always hungry. I'm gonna need you to. I ain't hungry. Crack. This, this ain't a hungry. This ain't the hungry stomach pain. <laughs> you got the bubble guts. You, you got some depends on. You in cool side or old side? I'm at Humphreys and oh, Keon Pitt. Okay. Yeah, I'm in the hood. You know where I'm at. I'm in the you're front. The yeah, you're the <laughs> I never knew that that I never thought to think that there was a hood version in Korea. Right? Oh, like, yeah. What did it look like? Not never mind, because I'll be it honest. looked like the hood. Like it's trash, broke down vehicles. You'll think you're oh, in a project okay. with subtitles. What? Yo. <laughs> really? Yeah. Dead ass. I'm so serious. I'm still in that in the hood with subtitles. <laughs> well wow. Okay. You'll see 80 year old ladies walking down walking down the street pushing carts. And I'm talking about carts be twice their size and they just be pushing away. Wow. Like, yeah, if you stop, you're gonna die. Wow. Ooh. 
So you were just showing us the bougie side when you be taking pictures and showing stuff yeah. that we ain't seen. Yeah, that's, that's, the pictures I sent y'all was in Seoul. Mm. I'm yeah. not wrong. No, nah, when you're out there, you ain't trying to stop long enough to take pictures. <laughs> oh, well. And, and the way that y'all put it, yeah, that sound like being on, on the East Coast. Yeah, there you go. Down yonder's Pine, Pine Street. And yeah, but it ain't, it ain't no crime, though, so that's a good thing. Oh, Every, they got mm-hmm. old circuit TV everywhere. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you put you pick your nose. They're going to they gonna tell you. They're going to tell you oh. what time, how you did it, what finger. Oh. Yeah. Y'all, y'all ought to be you ought to be walking down there singing uh somebody's watching me mm-hmm. all the time damn oh wow okay well so you know i gotta ask this wonderful question because i was actually laughing when i tuned in on the podcast that you were on the other night <laughs> dating 101 <laughs> oh we was having a good time on that podcast, man. Shout out to Erica and Gator and Dope Discussion yeah. Live. It was, it I, was popping, it. Man. I, I had to call my mom. I said, I made it. I'm... <laughs> it was pure comedy because I was laughing. Y'all questions and stuff were very, very good, very even relatable because it was like, dang, like dating out here is like, it's like looking for Bigfoot. Like <laughs> with a light with some bifocals and yeah, like I, I don't know. That don't sound like a question to me. It sounds more like a statement. <laughs> I mean it is, but you know, I, I I was just I got caught up in the moment right there when I was thinking about it. That was that was a moment. I'm like, damn. Like dating has like become very foreign. <laughs> Like, what is that? <laughs> like UTFO. What is that? Yeah. It's up in them. It now it is. And like now it is. But being a single dad, how hard is dating for you? Um, I don't think that my barrier is necessarily that I'm a single dad. I think I think it's mental for me. Um, you know, obviously with the loss of his mother there was a transition period and for me it was my focus was his wellness and making sure we were transitioning so there wasn't a lot of effort that was put into it at that time and then um i think mentally i was struggling getting past bringing someone into our lives and then the transition became um would they accept us you know yes like we bring something different and it's so weird because everybody that meets lj loves him but you know i can't get over how i feel about so a lot of it has been me and uh i mean because i don't want to say only but you know you think about it's been four years so there's still parts of us that are transitioning so it's learning how to date again in my new situation and trying to make sure I have the tools to make good decisions to, you know, mental health, making sure that, that I'm in a good place. So that that's been the real, because 
And and I, I make this joke too. Like, look, you know, people be talking about, you know, I want a man that's responsible and a good father. And I'm like, yo, I check off all the boxes. What the problem is? What the problem <laughs> is? <laughs> but you know, I, I think personally, my biggest barrier is me. And once I'm able to get beyond it, um, you know, as I get beyond it better opportunities come you know the dating game is going to be what it is i hear people of all walks of life struggling in the dating game not just single parents not just like everybody out here got some struggles except the people that don't have the struggle and then the ones that ain't talking a lot because the ones yeah. that out here winning they quiet but us out here struggling we like oh my man. god the dating pool got pitted <laughs> man you know what I'm saying? and a whole lot of other things in it that I mean, there's some characters out here, trust me, but Woo! that is an understatement. <laughs> definitely is. Woo, Lord. Uh, oh. I mean, but you know, that's why I'm loving mid to late 40s because some of these young guys, man, they don't understand the game. They they don't want to pay for dates. They don't want to do I'm like, come on, bro. Yes, yeah. that is not how this goes. Like Every, everything is Netflix and chill. And I don't, right. some, I don't know if I want you in my house yet. You know That's hard. Right. I'm like, uh, hello. No, we. I don't know. I don't know you, stranger danger. No, I like the kids, stranger that I don't. I don't know you because I ain't gonna lie. While we were sitting up there talking about them wonderful tools. Shout out to Derek of Relationship Gumbo because he be he be tooling us like me and I'll oh, <laughs> be having to stop because I'm like he gonna send me a bill if I don't stop asking <laughs> questions. <laughs> Shit. I'll be like, how many questions have I asked this month? I got maybe one or two more. Let me push it. No. <laughs> I my phone right now from him this morning, man. And I'm like, man, I don't even know why I asked. I'll be knowing the answer. I'll just be hoping that maybe I get a different response. Nope. Consistency. <laughs> right is right and wrong is wrong. <laughs> Ain't no gray area with Derek. Ain't no gray no. area. No. no. I know at one time me and Ninka Peaks uh, tag team human in the messenger. <laughs> Where is that So <laughs> it started out. I was like, so um such and such and such and such and such, 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 such. He was like, he said all he sent, he sent me like 50 red flags. <laughs> ah, I was at work. I said, damn. Okay. My bad. Um, Humbled you, huh? Man, he was like, he shut it down and he was just like, so if it wasn't for the familiarity, you wouldn't even, you wouldn't even. I ain't even want to ask my question no more. I look, yeah, you. after that, she was like, I don't, I don't think I got no question. And it, it cracked. I don't know why it tickles me whenever he cusses. But it tickles me to a whole different point because he was like, shut that shit down. I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> right now, sir. <laughs> like, and then she wanna punk out and like, 
Mm, I ain't even finna ask my question because you got like 50 flags right here. I don't think there's no flags left. <laughs> Look. <gasps> yeah, that that, that well, I think I get it all the time. Uh, yeah, so he John he, we had a conversation. He said, This is what you're gonna have to do. I did none of it and I got the result he said I would get. So now I'm Damn. doing what he told me to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause I, I and it's crazy because you know in the beginning you was thinking, man, I got this. I got phone ringing off the hook, like bam, I'm ha! and then when you get out and no, I told myself I'm gonna prove that wrong. Watch this, watch me work. But his response is always, I'm just telling you, you can do what you want to do. Yeah, I'm just telling you, because he know you gonna be back. <laughs> man, I say. Yeah, we we thought we was doing it correctly, and now we at our our, our forties, and we was like, "Shit, I didn't. Oh, I got to do that in this. I ain't had to do that before, but now I did because this is a different breed. So you got to do, you got to handle them different. I'm like, yeah, oh, I don't know. Oh, like it's different now. You got dating homework, and you like." Well, no, nope. you know me. What are you talking about? Yeah, that part. Yeah, and then you didn't did this, got this Derek checklist, and it it it, it, it looked like one of the kids. Wow. I'm glad the, I ain't got the checklist. So I'm <laughs> you got it, you just ain't realized it. I ain't got the checklist because you be sitting up there. By the time you didn't look. And they ain't checked off the boxes. It looked like one I of the kids. Really ego, man, so I don't want to be get. I don't be wanting to get deconstructed. So I just kind of throw a little bit out there, just a little bit. Then I pull it back in. Yeah, it'd be it'd be pretty bad. I was like, oh shit. I told I told Nika one day. I was like, I quit. Shit, <laughs> it's too damn complicated. It's too. I don't want to. I don't want to do it. It's too much. Yeah, that'll be a whole nother story. Whole nother man. show. Shit. It is, man. It, it yeah, it is. It, it's a different, yeah. It's a different breed, but I'm like you. I, yeah, I don't bring everybody around my baby. And uh I'm gonna give that pu- public service announcement up front. Cause I'm gonna need you to know what it is. We don't need to get months down the line, and then I'm like, "Hey, so my son has autism." Cause you know, some people have different feelings on what autism is. You know, uh, the first Man. thing, right? First thing you normally get is the R word. Mm. <sighs> Hate that word, but I don't deal with that. They always think my son would be good at math. I'm like, no, this ain't Rain Man over here, like. Mm-mm. Really, he's not in math. No. Wow, and and you, it's funny you said that because that's normally what I hear is normally kids with autism are like high here in math, but reading is normally that deficiency. You got to understand the spectrum, you know. So you got high functioning, and you get as far down on the spectrum as. You know they got to be in a padded area they'll hurt themselves and the people around them so yeah there's a lot in that spectrum and a lot True. of people just consider especially with the movies and the things that we see they look at autism as mm-hmm. kind of a personality quirk and yeah it's not, here's the biggest thing people miss about 
autism. It, it doesn't have anything to do like proficiency in math or speech delays or nonverbal or ticks or anything. All of that is the secondary stuff. The yeah. main thing to autism is the sensory disorders. Um, feeling, sight, um, overload, sensory overload. That is the main characteristic. Yes. Of, yes. Uh, you know, and I, I used to get mad because LJ is going to pull the neck of his shirts all the time, but he don't like, and I'm like, I feel kind of bad because I don't know if that's the autism or that's me because I don't like that stuff all up on my neck neither. So, yeah. But yeah, yeah. you know, and, and he would squint sometimes when he was little and we were like, you know, what's going on? Is he having, you know, seizures or whatever? And what it is, it's just the sensory. He's processing all of this stuff. And it yeah. took me a while to learn that. I'm, you know, figuring that out. And as autism parents, we're learning stuff every day. Every day. Yes. Every day. Every day. It, it is definitely a, a constant learning journey. Because um, I know even with Santi, um, it was crazy how we went from being able to go to the movies with no problem to all of a sudden we go in there, we sit down, we got the popcorn, we got the snacks, we didn't kick back, and then the, the, the movie start to play, and it's like, ah, like, we're like, what is, what, what is, and it was the noise, you know, sometimes the movie theater, sometimes it's just right, sometimes it's a little loud, mm-hmm. so we, it was like, we were playing Russian roulette, we're going to the movies because of the noise, like, he's hypersensitive to it. Even in the classroom, like he has to be in a smaller classroom because when the kids is talking too loud and he's trying to focus and stuff, he gets irritated. Like he's in his zone. Like I got this and the kids is arguing and this and this. Oh, that, 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 that's, that takes him here. So he, he knows to tell them to do, he's going to go take a break because he got to go bring it back down and re what, you know, just recollect itself or you know when they ain't losing his headphones because mommy not finna keep buying headphones in school to use them or somebody else then got them and took them home uh headphones is expensive you know we have the headphones I like thing. Wear headphones because i get tired of hearing his music all the time <laughs> you ain't got on the headphone thing uh i've tried Oh, but you know, I was just gonna say, all headphones aren't comfortable, so there was some before he would not. I got wear. a little bit of every kind of headphone ever created. It, I got 20 30 pair of headphones, he just don't <laughs> want it. He don't want it. He said, You, you finna hear this music, you finna yeah. hear all DJ. And my man be having it like right in the ear. I be mean, like, yeah. Yo, man, your nervous system. Is- we be in the car and he hear the song he like, and I'm like, LJ, I'm a black man. You need to stop touching my radio. <laughs> and you want to turn it up? I'd be like, now I see why my mom used to hate me because I was a menace with the volume button. I'm like, yo, man, keep that thing yeah. down, man. I don't need, I don't need to hear every <laughs> vibration of the music. That's too much. Look, <laughs> now yeah. you don't. Cause back then, now my nerves be bad. He be done turned it up. I be like, "Say, man!" <laughs> <laughs> it do. Yeah, it is definitely 
like that. What is his um what does his food sensitivity look like? He surprises me, but I mean he's a chicken nugget. He loves tacos. Mm-hmm. Um you know, chips, donuts. You know, he he's got, you know, his go-to, but yeah, we was in um we went to visit my mom for Thanksgiving, man. My man was trying smoked fish off the grill. Oh, he was eating, uh, we were in Charleston. He was eating shark nuggets, and you know he didn't try it. If it's seasoned up and he smell it and it smells good, he gonna try it. But okay. when he stick his tongue out, I'm like, he ain't going for that. I'd be like, try this, LJ. He'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> he like new, no. like new. Yeah, because I, I don't know what it is about autism and chicken. <laughs> I'm from, no. my from a lot of parents is that's just a thing with kids now. They only want chicken nuggets. <laughs> it's chicken. And Santia eat chicken. Like he he loves chicken wings. Lord, he likes them fried up and nice. And if you fried fry man, you fry fried him some chicken, he call it good chicken. It ain't just chicken. Is good chicken, and if you fry him some good chicken, and he didn't get you the thumbs up, you are in the. When I say you up there with him, you up there. Pink's got Pink's got the the, the chicken certification. Miss um, Hope got the certification with with the chicken. Yeah, if you can fry him some good, of course his mama got it too. But if you can fry him some good chicken wings, you is in there like swimwear with him. He he yeah he gotta have his chicken he can eat chick chicken and and spinach artichokes he can eat every day spinach artichoke okay that that is how I get his vegetables in because LJ ain't fooling with it if it got any kind of green <laughs> yo my man will look at that like oh you think I'm gonna eat this that ain't happening yeah I can sneak some stuff in on it but. Yeah. yeah, and he'll yeah. mess you up. This, this LJ thing, I find something new that he like, and I'm a, I'm excited about it. So I go to the grocery store, fill the refrigerator up with it, and then he's done yes. with it. As soon as yes. my refrigerator is full, he'd be like, yes. hey, I don't want that. Oh my <laughs> man, say you be wanting to call Samson, say, say, I bought all of y'all stuff. Can I bring that back? Because my son don't like it. Oh my! And I ain't finna eat this. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, that that right there is like, it's like, oh, he oh, like it. Man, like, that. how you gonna change on me midstream, bro? Midstream. <laughs> yes, because you be excited too. You be like, yeah, he like it. He like it. So he like it. You like? Let me go about twenty of these because he like it. So and because then, of that, they be seeing me at the grocery store every two or three days because I only buy, you know, like like right now he's into these turkey sausages, these smoked turkey sausages. So I'm winning, right? Mm-hmm. But I know a day is gonna come where he's gonna be like, "Nah, I'm good." Nah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I give so much stuff away, and then it's like I be like, I, I had to start learning because I give it away, and then he asked for it, and I'm like. I just gave it away. Then I go back and start buying it. He good for about two weeks, and then he don't want them up. God, don't get what? like you can't you can't win. I'm like you know, just <laughs> just freak. 
Cause yeah, he and he ain't touching the school lunch, so that makes it even more. He ain't eating nothing at the school. Come on, man! Like not happening. Like no, they calling me talking about you gonna put some money on his account for what? He ain't eating that food. Hey, exactly. Happening. Yeah, he ain't touching nothing. I have to like. <laughs> Santi is known as the kid with the good food. Like Santi is eating pork chops, <laughs> macaroni and cheese and stuff. Yo, I'm up there. I'm perfect. grilling and chilling. I'm sending him. I got the special lunch bag with the hot and the cool side. Like I'm, I'm putting in work. Like they be halfway judging me when the lunch is light. They be like, "You wasn't on it today. It's a little light up in here." I be like, "Mind your business. Mind your business. You don't know me like that, okay?" Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need that. I ain't found the hot one. The hot and the cold. You gonna have to hit me to that one because that be the other target. Really. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna have to go look because that be part of my issue. Um, is in the morning he has his breakfast and he can heat that up, but during the day, like there's nothing to keep his other stuff, you know, hot. I don't want him eating like cold spinach and artichokes and stuff like that. But he'll take his normal big breakfast and it and crazy thing, they be like, and I hate it because it be telling on me when I cook certain stuff. So it's like in the morning, it's like he walking there and he got lasagna. And then my text messages start going off. So we didn't get no lasagna this time. <laughs> I'm like, huh? He he got he got lasagna. He in here eating lasagna, it's smelling all down. We didn't get no lasagna. So when I make lasagna, oh here this person down at the bottom with that look. When I make lasagna, I have to make like four pans of lasagna between the person on the bottom. Santi himself, my mama, my brother, my daddy, just nay, everybody, I, and his teachers. I would suggest that you take a break from making lasagna if you got to do all that. Yeah. She didn't took a break already. Like, I'm trying to get on for this year. Like, we already fought. Almost. It's Never almost mind. May and you ain't made the lasagna? Man, the, Shame, you know man. how long that gonna take? Four pans of lasagna. That's the estimate, cause I have to send a pan to the school for that the teacher. A lot like not my problem. You know what? Exactly. That's what we doing. That, that that's really that that's really what we doing. That's what was done. The people say they want the lasagna, so you got to give the people what they want. I ain't even getting in mind. I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna call you out, but I ain't. I ain't had. It's it's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I think yes, the public got something for yes, us. The, the, yes, why, why, why do teachers get a, a plate of lasagna, a pan of lasagna? I'm confused. So what had happened was... That's probably why he got all them A's. You keep feeding them. Shit. Yeah, because see, what had happened was one of the mornings, he took lasagna for breakfast. He in there. So that's when I started getting the text and they was like, what? What, sir? So he ate lasagna for breakfast. Shh, baby, you gonna want? La okay, let me. Yes, he eats. If I make lasagna, a pan of lasagna, Santi is going to eat that lasagna till it's gone. Every morning, he's going to want it for breakfast, and he will eat it for dinner. He will eat it till it's gone. So yes, like I said, when you have a child with autism, their palate is very different. So yeah. Yes, sir. What what else you got? Yeah. So then my last question is why the hell I ain't had a pan of lasagna? 
Chella, you'll be down here soon and we can have that discussion, but we'll do it off the camera. I'm 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 just I'm just curious. I'm curious. All right, I'm gonna go back to my uh yeah. I'm gonna go back to rub my stomach. Oh Lord, okay. Oh Jesus, see y'all killing me. Um yeah, so anyway, uh, as I was saying, so he started taking lasagna for breakfast. I started getting text messages like uh Miss Bates, um Santi's breakfast, and I'm like, oh shit. You know, you be looking like I'm thinking you looking like a bad parent because your kid is eating dinner for breakfast. But if he got to eat, so if he ain't eating, if them biscuit, egg and cheese ain't on them, ain't in the rotation, you got to eat. So if that's what he going to eat, that's what he going to eat. I'm sorry. I ain't going to let him starve, but that's what he going to eat. So then I said, hey, Miss Bates, um, this is on you look real good. Can maybe the next time you, you know. Bless a brother. This was his coach. Can you can you bless a brother? So bless I, a brother, huh? Yeah. So that went from blessing that brother to blessing the sister, the other brother, the other brother. So I got a sin, like I said, basically it ends up being a pan of lasagna once it goes through all of his teachers. It, it's a pan that I have to send to the school when I make it. And then everybody else is got a pan nanny and her boyfriend fighting over they pan because he eating too much and she mad yeah see it causes problems like it, it causes problems so yeah but i i i, I am never mind you breaking up if your lasagna breaking up relationships i don't want it uh -uh. <laughs> well, you know morgan was on the hill before he said he was like lasagna ain't allowed in the house no more because it causes us problems <laughs> so yeah problem um but hey well, i'll be I, standing at your door banging on the door talking about hey with my pan that's that's what nika be doing first of all mm. oh that's why that's why nika be getting aroused close to your house okay that's what it is you know i i laugh at my my bestie because everything that she says she didn't like is in the lasagna and she eats it with no problem Yeah. Why she looking at you like she want to cuss at you? I'm, I'm telling you, I, man. That is I ain't going to blast her and say what I want to say, which I've said it before, but yeah. I ain't going to blast her and say what I want to say. But um, you might as well. I'm going to try to a company, so I'm going to just hush and behave myself. But all soon I, as the live go off. All I'm going to say, you know how time. somebody can have be like lactose intolerant? And they don't eat nothing else that's lactose intolerant, but then they'll turn around and want a whole thing lasagna that's full of dairy and stuff like that. Or you have somebody she take knows, chocolate. Knows she, she, she is. She, she just she put all my business. I out of like, wow, that was yeah. violence right there. I, I've, I've put this out here on a couple of episodes back and, and said it, but it's like everything she like. She don't like cottage cheese. Ew, cottage cheese. What well, cottage cheese? You eating cottage cheese when you eating the lasagna, Nobody man? Nobody likes cottage cheese in its natural form, but when you cook it up, thank you, thank you. But ain't nobody just like, ooh, let me just get some of this cottage cheese. Nobody in the history uh -huh. of people, people, old like people, like do this. they eat it with fruit? Thank you, John. They, they eat it with fruit. They yeah. put it with the strawberries and the peaches. The keyword in that statement is old, old people. people. Yeah. And because that'd be awesome because they have to. Ain't nobody out here choosing cottage cheese. Like, right, ain't right. nobody ever get up and be like, oh, I could just go for some cottage cheese right now. That ain't happening. 
But when you click it in something, bomb. Yo, I'm getting hungry. Can like, can we not go for it? Okay, so here we go. We gonna hit these comments because we do have some great comments in here um, and some questions. Uh, let me see where we go. So Esmeralda said, my son loves people, but doesn't like being in places with too many people. Ooh, that right there. Yeah. That with me and him is the same way. Cause I'm, I'm watching. I need to be able to see. I don't, all that movement I'm doing like this. I'm peeping the scene. Cause soon as something, I'm gonna break out before something break out. I'm, you used to have that issue with LJ, but as I start, because he, uh, we were at the boardwalk in Atlantic City a couple of years ago, and he had a, a meltdown. But as he got older and I started exposing him to crowds more, my man was in Black Lives Matter platter. Uh, yeah, was it Black Lives Matter? Where the black, the black Lives Matter street in DC. Yeah, my man was in there putting on a show, dancing, had the crowds coming around. I'm like, yo, okay, we're gonna be on TV. I'm gonna get up out of here. <laughs> you enjoying this attention, but daddy ready to go. Yeah, to go. But yes, as I started exposing him to more crowds, they're doing a Juneteenth thing down here. It's gonna be a big festival. Okay, I'm, I'm really thinking about taking it that because I mean, when are we gonna get it? It's a lot of folks. Yeah. Through, what so are you I'm doing? Really? You said oh, I'll be back right on time. Really? <laughs> you you got a lot on your plate when you come back, sir. Don't... Yeah, I know I'm gonna be homeless and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I might be at hey, I might be at Black Lives Matter Plaza in a box. <laughs> you know, for real, at the rate you going, yeah. Yes. Um, so I had to read, I'm going, I still might be here in Juneteenth. Mm, what I tell you, what a, what a, they, you finna be over there till like November. You, you keep playing. They ain't trying to let you go. Like, you finna be a resident. They're gonna see just how good black people can swim. Uh, yeah, you're gonna be shark bait because that they, some, some shark like dark meat. <laughs> I'll be like Uncle Man. I'm gonna tame that shark. Take me to the states. <laughs> oh, Lord. So there was a question. I'm sure this was for you, uh, John. How did you deal with it as a man, and was it like a kick to your ego? So I'm figuring they mean the diagnosis of autism. Yeah, yeah. and I talked about that earlier. You know, I had my expectations, and uh, you know, just kind of had to let go of that. But it was a process. Yeah. It, it wasn't. It wasn't just one morning I woke up and the sun was shining. Like, you know, I had to change my mindset about how I dealt with it. So it was definitely a kick. You know, again, like I said, he was going to be my quarterback and my point guard and all that stuff. And, you know, my dreams for his life got turned upside down, but got something better. So most deaf, most deaf. Uh, I see Erica said back in the day we used to have the music bumping and <laughs> rattling in the car frame. Now I'll be upset when I hear somebody rolling down the street bumping. Right? I don't gotta have that music so loud. Come on down. Everybody can hear that. Yeah, I can't hear my music because your music loud. Like, turn that down. Yeah. That's us getting old. Oh, Simone, Simone said my younger brother has autism and he actually likes salad and broccoli. And Esmeralda said the same thing. Look here. Oh, wow. 
I tried. That is a blessing because man, uh, that is not our story over here. Man, because I he salad, he be like, like he put the cross fingers up, like oh salad, broccoli. He would mess with it maybe a little bit in his younger days. Um, now, yeah, he he's like, yeah, he putting up the fingers, like yeah, nah. Um, I think he green him and his sister green bean themselves out because they want to eat green beans every day for like. I think it was like two, three years. Now they won't, neither one of them really won't even touch no green beans. So that's what canceled that out. I, I was like, yeah, I got burned out on green beans way before they did. Um, so I was like, Ugh. So yeah, he ain't messing. Like I said, spinach and artichokes. That's where I'm going to get the vegetables in him at. He ain't, he ain't messing. I did get him to try okra, which was like, he he's been more open to trying new things. It's actually funny when he chooses to use that line on me. Is usually when I think I'm gonna eat something for myself, and I be like, he like, but mom, didn't you say I need to try new things? But dog, you don't like this though. You 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 don't like this. You don't like this. But mom, and then he start liking, it and I be like, man, for real. Um. Erica said, I don't think that I, that's autism because I change my mind about food every day. <laughs> Whew, yeah, I'd be struggling myself. Um, Simone said, my younger will eat everything he has access uh, to until it's gone. That's only if me and my mother let him. Oh. That's what's up. Because it'd be hard out here in these streets, I'm telling you. Um, oh, oh, somebody hit that one. Oh, oh, that one is hard. Um, so the question here, this is, oh, this is one of my, this is one of my top fears. Um, it was asked about the possibility of interacting with the police. Yeah, it's not happened, but it is a fear, you know, it's a fear. And so I live out here in Alexandria, Virginia. And the cops here are pretty cool. You know, a couple of them come to me talking about the Air Force and wanting to try to get into the reserves or something like that. So, you know, they're pretty cool. But, you know, that's a concern of mine. So, yeah, um, great concern with mine too because you would hear so much in the news about autistic males being shot or some issue with that. Um, for me, um, he does have the, the sleeve on his seatbelt. Um, I, I can't bring myself to quite put the sticker on the car because I feel like it may be more of a target, like just a target situation. So I haven't done that. But um, the house is also registered um, with the police emergency, that kind of thing, to where if something, if, you know, emergency police, whatever is called to the house, that, that alert comes up in the system, letting them know that there is somebody in the house that has autism that, you know, you need to be special care, special care, and they will send somebody, they're supposed to send somebody that has knowledge and training in autism Ooh, um awesome yeah so if somebody's interested I, I don't want to stop you how would they get access to something like that to have i will 
put it because it's the that one is through the steer program. Matter of fact, they had just sent me a card to um, update information like earlier this week to go on there and update the um, information and everything and make sure every like I guess we're still here and that kind of thing. So yeah. you have to register with that you know, every so often. So I will definitely uh, post that into the comments. Um, so yeah, that is one of the, you know, those things that um, I think is, is helpful. Um, yeah. Cause that, that is a, ooh, that is a, a big fear. Cause I, I always, even like when I, if I travel with him, I never travel with him by myself, like in case, you know, blowout ticket i never know what his reaction you know may be or if that may be a trigger you never know if you may get one of those cops that's having a bad day on how that may you know um happen so yeah i don't care road trip whatever i don't travel with him by myself so yeah i try to yeah somebody said that uh Police should be trained, should be required to be trained on how to identify special needs. I agree. However, if you look at the police training, they're barely trained to identify good from bad people. So you're asking a lot. Um, yeah, because even in the, I hate to say it, even in the military, in some cases, the MPs are not trained to identify that. So and we are and the mps are trained at a higher standard than the civilian police mm. yeah so it's it's very a delicate subject it is because my 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 anxiety goes off whenever i see an article or anything that there was another issue with you know like i said someone with autism being killed because you know that there, there's three different levels to autism you know you have you know you have the nonverbal um level which is like they would couldn't that needs help which is like the level well excuse me let me go i'm going backwards so level one is like that more independent um still needs some assistance um level of autism and it goes up from there three is the most extreme where you normally get the nonverbal that you know they need more assistance with um day-to-day -day things that's usually how they rate them um school system if you ever try to get social like this social security disability for them they rate them on those levels of one two and three um so um you know you never know like you know everything is oh they're not complying so if you run into somebody that's a level three that can't talk and they may or may not have their device because you know some 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 kids if they're hopefully lucky they do have a device that helps them communicate um um and then you know you may have a level two where you may not can understand everything that they're saying so there's those deficiencies there that where they may be considered as them not complying but you're not understanding or you don't the cops may not know okay this person doesn't talk this person is they moving their hands and they're trying to communicate they may know you know sign language or something like that so it, it's that that breaking communication where like I said, you don't know, so it kind of makes it hard. 
Um, but even like with Santi, Santi is pretty much considered level one. Um, but there are some areas where, you know, certain blends and stuff that he may struggle with, or I may understand him because I, I, I'm with him. But somebody at school may not understand him. And it could be, you know, across really crisscross. That's why one of the reasons I really do push speech um, because they have to be able to speak for themselves. They, you know, you got they got to communicate because everybody don't understand. But um, yeah, that's one of the the real scary things with that. Yeah, really, really big fear. Even considering that you know he speaks pretty well now, thanks to you know the speech and everything. But you know, it's still if somebody is in their mode and they not listening, they may not understand so and you don't i know me as an as a parent i don't want to be like this autism autism like you don't want to you know what i mean walk around just like they got autism on their back you know what i'm saying it's it's another one of them things like making them a target to me that's why i said i haven't i, I have not put a, like a the warning there's a child or someone in the car with autism thing i just think that's like saying hey hey pull us over like i just that's just my own little thing just me but like i said if we do get pulled over he does have the sleeve on the, the seat belt with the awareness and the little slip and everything in there so if you on one of them and you really don't take time to see this big old thing that says autism across his chest um i just Pray that we just don't get pulled over. That's that'd be my thing, which I don't think I don't feel like we have bad cops or anything in San Antonio, but you know, people have bad days. Yeah. I I'm saying I have not experienced this is my personal, my personal, just my no, personal. I, 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 I'm not because I'm not saying they don't exist, but I'm just saying my personal, we have not experienced. And Santi, he 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 loves police. This is the other crazy part to him. He loves police. If you got security, whatever, he going up, he's dapping you. Hey, how you doing? You know, he's dapping you. He wants to give them a hug. And I have to be like, hey, son, wait, you know, ask to shake his hand. Don't like, please don't walk up on this man. Like, and trying to hug because, you, you, you know, you don't know. So that is one of those. That's one of those things. Just, just yeah for me just even besides this like the added to him being a black boy and it and then ignorant people is just ignorant people i saw that comment as well yeah and i saw that too where um someone asked how do you deal with oh god i got a story on that too um how do you deal with people that don't you know understand or 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 ignorant judging them and you I'm you know that one. What? Hold on. I was about to say because uh, when I first met Nicole and a couple of my friends who got autistic kids, they say the worst people was their family. <clears throat> oh wow! Woo! Yeah. They say the worst ones was family. Baby, how they how they sound uh, uh, on, on, on TikTok? That'll do. <laughs> 
Oh, well, I ain't mean to trigger nothing. I was just saying. I was just. I got my confirmation, so I'm gonna go back on mute. Yeah, you you are, and the saddest thing is that's why I talked about when people start talking about why are you doing this, this, this. We don't do therapy. We don't. You know, you're doing too much. Um, it's in that same playing field um, because you will get that when you try to explain to people that your child has autism. Okay, you can't do this or don't do this or, you know, those certain things, um, because I'm not going to lie. The first thing they holler when you start seeing some of the behaviors is they need ass whooping. Mm. Black black people. Yeah. Processing is they need it. You let them do this. He need his ass. Whooping. No, that's that's not what the hell it is. It's, it's not so wrong answer. But um hmm. <clears throat> I remember um, the first time I told his biological father that he had autism. Um, my baby was immediately called retarded. Not only by his, the father, but the grandmother, mm. his, his paternal grandmother. So, um, and I was like, what the, really? Wow, okay, he's smarter than both of y'all, but okay. So um, then the way that it was explained to his siblings um, was that he was retarded and he drooled on himself. Now, Pinks, you've been around us for since he was a baby. Besides some baby drool, that's the only drool you got. You, you ain't get no, there's no drool. And they were told that if you say fire or ice cream, he basically sets it off like a barroom brawl. Just he like throwing chairs and he, yeah, he, he, he's setting it off. Like I said, you've been around us. How long you've never seen any of that from him. Um, so they also said he couldn't talk. So imagine when I took a trip to actually let him meet his siblings for the first time. And they're sitting there looking like. Dumbass people. They got that look like daddy said. But my son is sitting there. He didn't sung a song that his sisters them didn't even know he knew, and they harmonizing together. And he moves across the table, and he's teaching his brothers them how to play his uh, Nintendo Switch. And he's talking to him. He's like, "No, you got to do this." So imagine the look on their faces when what was told to them was told totally different. And when I send them reports. Well, in the beginning, was sending them reports, and they would ask how he's doing, and he's getting A, B on the roll, and he's this and this, and they're looking like, mm -hmm. this ain't, this ain't what we was told. We're seeing something totally different. Like he's hugging on us, he's loving on us, he's cracking jokes, he's singing. This is not the same kid that we were told. So, I can say that I haven't gotten that from my side of the family. But I can also say that my side of the family has not taken any steps to learn about autism. Mm -hmm. um, we've had places where um, we've done free classes. Uh, me, my niece, um, and my daughter have taken those free classes to learn because I wanted my daughter to understand what autism <clears throat> is, that this was not just him just acting out or being a spoiled child. 
this is what it is. I wanted to open their eyes to, okay, this is what it is. Okay, you complain he don't eat nothing, but look at this. We're in the picky eater class, and they going through and through, and then when you start hearing the other parents, and it was like, my child only eat chicken nuggets. It's like, they don't eat nothing else? No, chicken nuggets. They they won't, like, this This kid, only, she would not eat nothing else but chicken nuggets, and it couldn't be a knockoff brand. It was a specific brand chicken nugget one day the chicken nugget in that brand wasn't available the little girl wouldn't eat like their their palate is so different and you know with us growing up black families you had to eat what was on your plate now i ain't give a damn they ain't give a damn if you didn't like it you you gonna eat what's on your plate so it's different when you have this child with autism and they're not eating what you what's there and they're only wanting this one thing. And then you got the other people like, so you ain't going to make them eat. Well, when I was this age, you made me uh, my food on the plate. Well, yeah. he, he different. Like, you have to parent a child with autism different than you've parented before. Because I, I had to do that whole turn. Like, you, you learn so much. You learn what work and don't work. Like, ver- yeah. a butt whooping versus me telling him he can't get on that PlayStation. Baby, that PlayStation is like I didn't I like I didn't killed him or something. Like I didn't shot him in the pinky toe or something. He he feeling some kind of way. He his feelings is hurt. But he gonna get on the, he gonna get it together. So that discipline version of me taking things away that he likes works better than me whooping him. Or, you know, that kind of thing. So yeah. So no, like <laughs> I would say family. Yeah, especially outside yeah. uh, john you got that part <laughs> thank you covered it all good yeah see so we we it's it's yeah it's been some ignorant things but like i said i'm like dude he's smarter than you and your mama you yeah. really want to be technical but okay he do numbers in his head dog like exactly yeah he trying to teach me how to do it and i'm like boy say <laughs> I mean, I do that no more. <laughs> like, you know, he gets math awards every year. Like, he's acing hundreds out on his tests. And, like, his teacher, new teacher, she first time experiencing him this year. And she's like, man, like, he he hundred out on his test. He, like, hundred, like, she be feeling like the, the, the work ain't good enough. Like, like, man. But... Mm-hmm. You know, that's just, that's his area. Just like any other kid, you know, they have that subject that they are whatever that they excel at. And he love he loves math. So, yeah. So, got that. Let me see. Yeah. Esmeralda says she definitely hope, hopes her son outgrows it. Um, Simone said, yeah, she's worried about the police with her brother. Yeah. We all would like for training, definitely, but like DW gave that wonderful explanation, it's <clears throat> fingers crossed and some hope and some prayers. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. Would y'all have any more questions for uh, Mr. Singletary tonight? No. I Are you related to the um to the producer? Yes. What producer? Yes. yes. John Singletary. His last name is Singleton. Yes. Oh, you know what? Oh. <laughs> he like what? <laughs> My bad. All right. I'm going back on mute. <laughs> yeah. 
you know what? We're going to chop that up to you not having your pancakes. Cause I ain't had nothing, man, besides that, that, uh, that soda trying to settle my stomach. Yeah, just you was eating stuff you shouldn't have been eating. You're you going to learn today, boy. You're going to learn today. Man, I had a live squid um, about a couple months ago, and my stomach went to up. It was just, I don't know what it is. You had live squid. Yeah, man. Whoo! I'll tell you about it after this. Yeah, you can keep that. I... Oh, yeah, they can keep it too after yeah, after I tell you. I was like, nah, I ain't doing it no more. Well, the key word was live, so technically it wasn't live, but it was still moving. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you. Squid babies all in your stomach right now. That's why your gut's fucked up. Mm. It ain't make it to my stomach. Once that motherfucker try to crawl back up my throat, I'll just, yeah. Oh my, okay. Yo. I'm good. Eee, you nasty. You nasty. I That's told you I'll tell y'all later. Okay, yeah. Anyway, before we go, though, I do have a question. What is um the IEP process like process like with LJ because I know you mentioned he was in school. Um you know we just get together and go over his goals. Um with LJ at his level it's um mastered yeah. and an emerging skill or needs yeah. more work and he's either yeah. mastered or emerging yeah. skill and yeah. stuff. But yeah. I mean I'm his mom was always yeah. really involved so yeah. i just picked that up you know get real yeah. involved like like i'm gonna be hands-on the teachers gonna know me they're gonna see me uh you know they're gonna know us so you just get yes. hands on be involved and yeah. and you do the iep yeah. long yeah. enough you start yeah. to come up with your own goals yeah. and, and kind of be more yeah. active in kind of authoring that iep so. yeah so th your first iep did it make you drink <laughs> No, because I mean, so I I don't want to call it an advantage. I would say it's different. So like, like you were saying, your son is level one, where LJ is probably low two, maybe three. You know, so you come into it more with, hey, this is what it is. Like, there's no, there's no gray. You know, he's nonverbal, so you know. He gonna surprise you, yes. And there's a lot of stuff that that he's aware of, but you understand what your limiting factors are. So, like, we don't. There's no. It's not a lot of gray areas. So I think probably for that reason, it's easier because it's a lot more straightforward for me. Yeah. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. Now nah, I ain't gonna lie. My first IEP, I was like, huh? Because you know they using them IEP words that you wasn't. I wasn't familiar with. I'm like, um, yeah, I wasn't ready, but once I got, I did get Asante an advocate, and his advocate is like freaking amazing. Like that that dude is like freaking amazing. He's gonna make sure Asante gets the the everything that he needs, um, the accommodations, everything across the board. Like he's over it. And uh, last IP, I, I had the joy of actually sitting him, seeing him go into Papa Bear mode over my baby. And I was, I had to message him. You all right over there? <laughs> they ticked him off. But I, um, Santi's team that we have is really amazing from doctors to therapists, speech therapists. Everybody is 
really, really amazing. Um, but yeah, his his advocate and his um, sped teacher are so freaking phenomenal. Like, yeah, they get lasagna all the time and Tiff treats and stuff like that. Them, them, my dogs. I love them to pieces. Um, but they, yeah, they're very awesome. Um, but yeah, that IEP about made me drink. But I know that you know, even as we are parents, we are also advocates for our kids, and we have to advocate for them till till. Um, because people don't understand or have no knowledge or whatever. So we'll definitely have to be advocates um for them. And this is what you gotta do. And it's just really that extra fight from what you already fighting for your child if they didn't have a disability. So it's um, but yeah, because you be having to deal with a lot of people. I was like, oh, I don't like people like this, but I be have I be people in. Cause there's so many people I gotta deal with. I was like, oh, I don't even like you, but I'm handling it. We we work it. We we got an understanding. So that's what's up. You finna ask a question, ain't you? Cause I seen you unmute. Okay. No, I had a statement. Cause I'm sitting here thinking. Go ahead. I had a statement. Uh, no, talking to y'all too, and just hearing it, especially from a man's point of view. Yeah. It 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 kind of made me think, cause. One of my fears of having another child at this age was the possibility, the increased possibility of them coming out with with a a disorder, and that's that. That will I'm gonna just be honest. That will crush me, um, because I got I got close friends who he did the same thing, and their child came out with a disability. But listening to you, John, it's like it's not. It's not a bad thing. It's not the end of the world. Mm -mm. It's not a um. It's it's not a hindrance actually. And just listen to how you came through and how you. I guess you could say y'all dealt with a double whammy like his mother passing, and then you had literally dropped up on your on your lap like, hey, here you go. Now it's full time. It it, it kind of made me like I'm I'm tripping. Like yeah, you really tripping. So, yeah. I mean, we got struggles and we'll talk about it, but yeah. at the end of the day, man, like you, if you, you got a child, so right. that love, man, it, if you love your child, it's just, it's that it is what it is. You yeah. know what I mean? It just yeah. is what it is. Like, yeah. like, no, we didn't, we sure didn't choose this. Yeah. Trust me. <clears throat> but when you love your kid, it just yeah. is what it is. If, if it's in you to be there for your kid, you're going to be there regardless. And if it's not in you, then I mean, your child could be the, yeah. the idol of perfection and you yeah. still gonna bounce. So you know. yeah. Yeah. That that's that's real. That is very real. Definitely. Yeah. Cause I, I know even with you know, my kids are 13 years apart. So I, hey, I, I wasn't even in that mind frame, autism wasn't even nothing that came across conversation or whatever. So um you know, like Santi was literally my missing piece anyway, because I just felt incomplete because I was like, I want my son. Like, I want my son. And then I get him and I'm like, ooh, from pregnancy to now, I was like, ooh, Jesus, you just you just came just showing up. Like, I didn't know. 
I'm used to, and I was pregnant with Nene. I'm running down the street playing water gun fight with Santi. I was in the bed half the day on pregnant. Like, what is going on here? What is the hell is going on? So it's been like John said, it's a journey. Even as a parent, you have these interesting journeys. And I will say, even with Santi, this journey has been interesting. I've learned a lot. I've gained so much strength and understanding and knowledge. And every day is a different day to look at something in a positive way. Because I can tell you, sometimes my face don't look right and I don't say nothing. And he know and he could just say the right thing. Maybe he he drops some motivation to himself and I'll be like, Okay, but it is like the most rewarding. We have our fears of different stuff, but we would still have that same fear if they didn't have autism. You still worry about, okay, they make it home at night. Nay, it's 24. I still text her, hey, you make it home from work? Hey, what you doing? I, I still do that. I would do the same thing with him. When they, she leaves from here, I'm like, hey, be careful. Text me, let me know you made it. I would still have that same level of concern for him like I have. It's just that mama bear in me. That's just me being a parent. So just a couple other fears, like I said, and you feel like you can't die because, John, I promise, my nightly prayer is like I want to be that 90-year-old woman with, with my baby. I still want to be here with my baby. So I, I pray that on a daily. I do. That That is my prayer because I do. I feel like I can't die. But... I mean, it's you You have to just put a little extra work, you know, to make sure that where they have their deficits, which is what you would do for the child that has spelling issues. You know, you're going to make sure that they get that extra that they need. So, but it, it, it's, it's rewarding. I, I wouldn't, man, I wouldn't change it for the world. I love that kid to, to pieces. I, I look at him and watch him when he's sleeping. I, I just smile. Sometimes I cry. Because I think of uh, everything we've been through in the last 11 years. And he is a true warrior because he's, man, he's been through a lot and he's still here. So even when the world tried to take him out, he's still here. So, yeah, and you can't change those, those moments for nothing. Those make the journey worthwhile. So on that note, um, I'm gonna let Nico Pink's over there go on and get your outro, ma'am. Oh, okay. Well, mine is really, really simple. I just want to say thank you, John, for coming on tonight and letting us into your lives, you know, and dropping knowledge and giving us information. Cause I feel like we shouldn't have to wait until we're adults and in a corporate world to find out about diversity and inclusion and what that means like that should be something that we learn about in elementary school so when we grow up we're not misinformed and it shouldn't take people that have to have a direct contact or someone with autism directly there in their lives for them to be informed and I feel like the more you know as mine and T's friendship grows like I'm learning about autism, you know, the ins and outs, not everything. I'm no expert, but having that knowledge to be like, okay, you know, and, and have that understanding. I feel like a lot of people don't have that and they need that. Cause I think back to, you know, 
elementary school and having, you know, the special ed education classes come and people are scared of them or kids running from them and pointing. And it's like just that lack of knowledge and understanding, looking back, that was really messed up. But it was not knowing and not understanding. And then thinking back to my friends, family members. Oh, that's just crazy, Michael. He just crazy. He don't talk. He don't. He just crazy. And it's like, no, he wasn't crazy. Y'all just didn't get him what he needed to develop him into the best person he could be. And I think with y'all, I just commend y'all so much for going that extra for your kids because y'all care and don't want it to be crazy Michael off in the corner. Y'all are being active and trying to get them to be the best that they can be and reach full potential and keep growing. And a lot of people just stop and be like, I'm going to get this check and just done. Mm. Like They don't care. Any oh, well, we going to get this check and he going to take his meds and that's it. And I just love the fact that y'all are so hands on. And then, John, again, for you to be a father. And we know there's fathers out there that don't do, you know, so just to hear that, it's like, they do exist. So kudos to you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. And just, yeah, thanks for being here. Okay, I'll shut up. <laughs> you look, John, you know, back in the day when we first get in church and a person that didn't want to get on the microphone, and then when they got on the microphone, they got that whole long speech. Remember, praise and well, you should have told me to take my time then. Take your time, nigga pinks. I don't know how she gonna talk. <laughs> <laughs> Say what? You know no. I didn't. I didn't do. I didn't do the the thing. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like talking in church, man. I hated that. <laughs> hated it. That's why I was trying to miss a lot of days. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, DW. Um, you you want to get your outro, sir? Are you over? I already did. Oh, Wait, oh, oh you was just, okay. That was just it. Just I was sitting here looking at the wall, standing here looking out my window. No. Oh was, my <laughs> god! Who that was finna? Was that Kate? Who was that? Was Case? No, I just, it just popped in my head. But no, it was Case. I was I'm missing you by Case. That's her song, baby. That's my song. That's her song. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can tell. Yeah, that's the song. Yeah, that's the jam right there. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, DJ, tell LJ to put that on. Cue the DJ. I need to <laughs> Nah, it was just like, just made me realize it. And just like, like again, like I said, hearing his story, then hearing my homeboy story. Well, I call him my nephew. Hearing his story and how all the stuff that Rodney went through dealing with his, and I was just like, "What? What? What am I? What am I worried about? Like, there's there's resources out there to help you get through it. There's men out there that's going you through are, it. Right you, right? you overthinking it anyway? <laughs> Very much, oh, like so yeah. far over, like distance from Texas to Korea over, like over." <laughs> Uh, I guess so, but that's 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 what's in my head. That's what I was thinking about. That was one of my fears of having a ch- another child at this age. Cause I ain't no spring chicken. You sure ain't dusty. 
Shit, I feel like Kentucky Fried Chicken. But that's nasty. <laughs> but, um, Wait, what? Okay. Kentucky Fried Chicken Fried at Old Grease? Yes, just nasty. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I was thinking of. That's my outro. Okay, well, John. Hey, thanks for having me, man. It's... It's time to put this young one to yeah. bed, so I appreciate yeah. y'all. It, it, look, put him to bed or him put you to bed, because your eyes looking like Nika's. <laughs> look. It's been a long day. <laughs> I feel you. Woo. Oh, man, most definite. So I thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you um, for coming on tonight. Like, you don't know what it does to me, did to my heart and everything. Um, and definitely just showing a different side, the, the father side. So I definitely appreciate you. Like I said, LJ the DJ, that's my nickname for him. I, uh, yeah, because he be on it. He, he got me with the music. We be vibing. So uh, like I said, I thank you. Appreciate you much. Um, to everybody, we do still have our Saturday episode tomorrow. Um, tomorrow is uh, working anxiety. You know, them, a lot of us have that anxiety with going to work and the issues that we have. See, man, I'm, whoo, man. And John, we got uh, Alta Gracia coming on tomorrow. So, yes, you already know. Yes, Alta Gracia Felix will be on with us tomorrow to talk about it because man it's it's really the real deal holy feel out here in these streets y'all don't even understand so definitely tune in tomorrow at uh 8 p.m central while we talk about it and tackle it and thank y'all for tuning in as always we love y'all we appreciate y'all and we out